Good evening, I'm Paul Drienzo, and these are the headlines. As the Israeli air assault rages on, defense forces released a video of a nighttime incursion into the Gaza Strip. More than a dozen tanks supported by armored bulldozers were seen breaching minefields before pulling back. The practice invasion comes as the Gaza Health Ministry reports more than 7,000 Palestinians have been killed in nearly three weeks of fighting. On Wednesday, the United Nations Security Council failed to pass a resolution calling for a humanitarian ceasefire. The draft resolution has not been adopted owing to the negative vote of a permanent member of the Security Council. The United States-sponsored measure was vetoed by permanent members Russia and China. Previously, two resolutions failed after a veto by the United States. China's UN ambassador Zhang Jun said Wednesday's measure was tilted towards Israel. We cannot deny that the rights of the Palestinian people have for a very long time not been properly guaranteed. And the only way out, we believe, is the two-state solution. But that has not been properly settled. Meanwhile, tensions between the United States and China have escalated after an incident in the South China Sea between China and U.S. ally Philippines. Vessels from each country collided in waters claimed by both. President Biden was in Australia, where he warned China. The United States defense agreement with the Philippines is ironclad. Any attack on the Filipino aircraft vessels or armed forces will invoke our mutual defense treaty with the Philippines. China responded, the United States has no right to get involved in its problems. The Arab world is grieving the killings of family members of Al Jazeera Gaza Bureau Chief Wahoud Dadu. An on-air presenter for the Qatar-owned news channel broke down as he read the news. Dadu lost his wife, a daughter, a grandson, and 15-year-old son. According to the Palestine Health Ministry, 3,000 children have been killed in the Israeli bombings. These numbers have not been confirmed. President Biden was asked about civilian casualties. I'm sure innocents have been killed, and it's the price of waging a war. I think we should be incredibly careful. I think not we, the Israelis should be incredibly careful to be sure that they're focusing on going after the folks that are the pro- propagating this war against Israel. And in related news, Axios reports two weeks ago, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken asked Qatar's emir to tone down its coverage of the war. Qatar has played a major role in the release of two American hostages last week. In national news, an extreme right-wing politician, Louisiana's Mike Johnson, was elected to be Speaker of the House after three weeks of failed attempts by the GOP. Johnson is an anti-abortion zealot, a close follower of former President Donald Trump, and supporter of Israel. We have a lot of big priorities ahead of us right now. The world is on fire. We stand with our ally, Israel. New York Democrat Hakeem Jeffries came in second. Well, Mike Johnson, uh, who's their newest uh, nominee, has a very pleasant demeanor in terms of how he communicates, but his voting record is as extreme as the most extreme members of their conference, with very few exceptions. In local news, a seven-year-old boy was struck and killed by a New York Police Department tow truck in Fort Greene this morning. Witnesses have been telling reporters the speeding driver was using a cell phone and ran a red light. Police say the incident is under investigation.
And pro-Palestinian and pro-Israel demonstrators held a non-violent rally at Cooper Union on the Lower East Side yesterday. The event got heated as about 70 pro-Palestinian students banged on an unlocked door to a library where about a dozen pro-Israel students had gathered. Police say no one was in danger. Palestinian students were chanting. The Israeli students were silent. This went on for a couple hours, but what happened was people who were passing by the school, community, community people, were getting upset with that protest and were starting to get agitated from that point of view. The NYPD says 110 protests have occurred in the city since the war began, with more than 70,000 people participating. 233 were ticketed for minor offenses. About a dozen have been arrested. Paul DiRienzo in New York.